Live life the Edgecorp way. Punch the clock. Keep your head down. Collect your pay. This is the day-to-day -day reality of working stiffs in a rough galaxy. But when the crew of the cargo freighter Calamity fails to catch break after break, their lives are turned upside down. Bad cargo, spiraling debt, and a woman's life on the line. All with the Golden League crime syndicate breathing down their necks. It's no surprise that these blue-collar folks get desperate enough to take any job. Can't let danger or moral compromises get in the way of their bonus checks. So goes life, far beyond the stars. Where we last left everyone on this particular adventure, you have accepted a mission to come steal a experimental cargo freighter from, well, essentially Edgecorp. Uh, it is being built on the Horsei orbital plate outside of Abalon, which is the closest planet to the sun. And you spent the past two episodes doing recon, running around, figuring out where is the spaceship for us to steal it? And then, you know, the other more complicated questions of how do we get in there? And you settled on a two-pronged approach. One prong was Saren and Miss Fanny wand went on a tour uh, in order to hopefully download a map of the project facility so that you have a good idea of where you can find everything, which, despite some bumps in the road, was successful between Miss Fanny's incredible distraction abilities and Saren's quick thinking. The other prong was Team Sexy. Was Team Sexy, where <laughs> Ballad and Captain Friday Francisco went and charmed a couple of Project Oliphant employees at the local watering hole as they were preparing to go on vacation. And you were both able to swipe key cards to the Project Oliphant facility. And uh, one of those key cards happens to be for the lead scientist of the entire project. So that was a pretty good get. And then you decided, you know, you headed back to your hotel room. You're going to rest up for the night. You're going to make a plan. And Miss Fanny revealed that they have the ability to completely transform themselves into a very convincing facsimile of anyone that they've had a good look at. Is that about right, Angel? Like you have to have seen the person or can you just imagine someone? I think I need more. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, the more, the more exposure, the better for, mm -hmm. for the mimicking. Yeah. But Friday showed you maybe a picture that yep, he took selfie. in the bar. He took a selfie with Dr. Metweska and you are able to, uh, you know, you are able to transform into her. And so that is the new plan for how you are going to infiltrate this facility. Much to the galactic mistress's dismay. A little bit to my dismay, but also to my great joy and excitement because I love how the four of you are not playing this. You are not playing this as straightforwardly as you might have. Uh, they're, they're, you know, the way the AP is set up is a very straightforward smash and grab. And the four of you 
have really turned it into a heist movie sort of yes. situation. And I'm having an absolute ball with it. I think I think that is so much more fun than the more straightforward approach. So I'm really pleased with the four of you. You're all very creative and making good use of all of the resources that you have available to you. And I think you're all very smart and charming. Now, did I have to do some extensive rewriting of the next few, uh, you know, sections of the AP? Yes. Yes, I did. But I'm not mad about it because I had time. So we're good. (laughs) (laughs) So that's where we that's where we kick this off. Uh, It's the four of you heading down to where you now know the Project Oliphant facility is located Before I ask Angel for his disguise check, uh, I want to know, is there anything in particular that the rest of you are doing to prepare? Uh, I'm going to keep hitting everybody with Charming Veneer to get that charisma, that plus one charisma bonus. Okay. Uh, So I can, because I can keep doing that and it's 10 minutes. So, I mean, I can keep doing that. Okay. Um, how, How many times can you do that per day? It is a zero level spell, so I can. Oh wow, that's fabulous! Okay, yeah. Uh, Well, then just keep spamming that, I guess. uh, He does have his smoke uh, grenades kind of nearby, uh, just to you know, as a diversion tactic if need be. Uh, Smoke grenades are very useful for that, but that's about it. If I'm kind of understanding the plan correctly, you know, we're going to have Miss Fanny as the the head scientist i think that i'm gonna have saren um change outfits uh change into your like profession electrician outfit so it looks more like maybe she she's there in a professional capacity in case that that guard shows back up (laughs) (laughs) and uh and is probably also going to be fiddling with your data jack to to sort of check and see if there's something wrong with it or try and get more use to it while uh, while we're waiting. Okay. I, I seem to remember there was a note about a soldier or a guard or a robot that never leaves. Yes. That was some of the information that I believe Ballad was able to get from... Uh, their date last night is that monitor 77B, who is the anisite that you saw with uh, Aline Rosora, or that or that uh, Miss Fanny did anyway, is uh, planning on on getting getting some extra work done. He don't take breaks. Hmm. So he's probably still hanging out down there, to the best of your knowledge. There were there were a bunch of scientists from various races around the packed worlds engaging with the sort of the science and the the planning and the design of the ship. But the but most starships on the station are constructed by anisite crews. So Monitor 77B was in charge of the anisite crew that actually handles the construction. Okay. Um, yeah, and I think I think I will be putting on some kind of outfit so I look a little bit, maybe something that I can put over my duster, like a, a research outfit or whatever they seem to be wearing. Um, so that way we kind of blend in. Uh, and I think maybe, uh, fr- uh, Fanny, I think maybe the story is where uh, we're researchers you're trying to bring on board. Uh, we have specialties in our fields that you 
you're trying to get us basically work for you for the company to help finish on the project that might be a good way to kind of figure out why there's some unfamiliar faces with you when you're walking around of of course there i'm picturing them with a data pad just reading as much of the basically (laughs) all the brochures that they had that way they can talk the lingo but they're holding it just kind of almost white knuckling because they're just dreading so much that they have to, they're basically transforming to deceive, which is just so, you know, something she thought she'd left behind, but it's also, okay, that's the best way to keep everybody safe. Oh, but my God, that's so horrible. Okay. But then everybody's going to be in danger. Well, yeah, I don't want them getting hurt, but you're interacting with the world to deceive everyone. Ugh, that's not cool either. Oh, so uh, uh, the she's moral got the feedback quandary. Loop. Yes, it's like, oh, uh, y- yes, that's that's a good plan. Um, adds it to her. Beep, boop, boop, adds it to the notes of a lot of stuff that they're trying to absorb really quickly to be able to to talk the biz and sound at least a little bit more add to the verisimilitude of the uh, of the heist. Valid, um, nice, a plus vocabulary word right there. Valid <laughs> <laughs> um, is gonna put her hand on Miss Fanny's shoulder and then give her a smile and then reprogram, do a quick like re shift of her her disguise, just ki- kind of giving her like a eh? <laughs> nod, like we're doing this, it's all right. Shapeshifters <laughs> shapeshifting together. So although I do it a lot less degree. <laughs> um and then i want to make sure ballad is also you know wearing something more like dressed down uh more of a a a normal clothing sort of situation (laughs) no that'll that'll give a little a little pep a little pep a little smile i uh i uh and and you know, we sure that the head of the program is probably the best choice. There's not anyone else that might be a better uh, fill-in before you do this final phase. Uh, Sarah, didn't you mention something like a uh, was a Aline Rizora? Mm. Maybe, um, maybe, maybe she was like the the project manager or something like that. Yeah, I believe that's the case. Um, I wonder. Um, I believe. I don't, I don't believe I've seen any photos of her, um, but she would probably be the one to, if we could, if we could maybe mimic her, she might be. But um, if she's the project head, wouldn't she have like a lot of con- contact with, uh, with Monitor 7? That might yeah. have the opposite effect and actually draw more attention in... Plus, if we don't know what she looks like, sounds like we're SOL. Yeah, that's true. Also, you know, now that I think about it, we don't have her her card. We don't have a pa- her card now. That, you know, mm-hmm. we have no, we have these guys' cards. Mm-hmm. So Raising yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. I, I I may have gotten while you were having fun. I did get some security codes, but um, it's I don't think any of them are going to be up to uh, her level. I don't know if it was fun. It was some high stakes. Uh, charming but yeah yeah i totally understand yeah yeah high stakes charming high, high like stakes fun. charming it's not fun 
Okay, if all of your preparations have been made, then I'm going to want and I are are each of you doing something to sort of try to blend in and disguise uh yeah. yourself. Okay, then I'm going to want a disguise check from each of you and Angel uh, you know, especially you. All right, here we go. So Everybody roll it, and we will go in a round. Everybody tells me what they got, and I, you know, write it down. Make a note of it. Have feelings and thoughts. Okay, we are going to, uh, we're going to go, we're going to actually, we're going to go ahead and we're going to save Angel for last. And I'm going to start with Heidi. Uh, I rolled a 17 total. Okay. 16 on the die with a plus one for the veneer. Not bad. Okay. Uh, Dustin. I got a 16 on the die also. Plus plus four plus one is a 21. Okay. Ballad. Oh, I got a uh, natural 20, so I got a 27. Fabulous. Very nice. (laughs) All right. And the way I'm thinking that this is all going to work is that your disguise checks will help Angel with his. Because really the crux of the deception really hinges on how convincingly he can pass himself off as Dr. Zyme at Weska. And before so. you say anything, Angel, I am going to give you my last hero point. So you oh. can roll uh, advantage. Okay. okay. So I'm also going to say, Angel, you may have an additional plus one because everyone else rolled so well. Okay. Disguise. Here we go. Here we go. Roll number one. Uh. Oh nice. man, that's a Not horrible bad. one. <laughs> oh, it's eight plus thirteen. <laughs> man, that's <a> horrible. Horrible. <laughs> it's a good thing that you have such a high bonus to disguise as as an astrozoan because that would not have cut it. <laughs> oh God, I know. Um, I haven't put any points in it on purpose because the kind of their shift in the direction they wanted to go into. Sure. Okay, so I assume we're taking the higher. Because you get a plus 10, right? As just mm-hmm. as like a baseline, you're an astrozoan, your transformations are excellent, plus 10. And then uh, I think you got an extra, you got an extra couple of points from Charming Veneer and everybody else's, everybody else's uh, excellent disguise rolls. So I'll be using the 21 as your uh, disguise check. We'll see how that goes. Ooh, fingers crossed. <laughs> okay, T2000 Terminator. But instead of like the silver, <laughs> silver goo, it is kind of the pinkish freaking um, fleshy colored uh, pink glob. And but I picture it very similar to again where, you know, the T2000 has the it, it forms like kind of the mold first and then the details come in later. So it's almost kind of shaping the little putty, putty slime <laughs> around. <laughs> <laughs> delightful <laughs> so right. they they look around to everybody for a few moments it's been you know, quite a while since they've they've shifted back so so they do this in front of everyone oh yeah okay you know cool. they, they, they deserve it they deserve it you know plus it's um it's 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 them so um yeah they get to see family fanny kind of goes out of their current gear and starts expanding into a more kind of roundish shape until just kind of for a moment, not fully solidified, but is their base astrozoan, you know, full on goo tentacle monster, at least kind of an outline. 
but hasn't fully taken the form, then sucks everything back in, uh, kind of like a mold. Everything starts, you know, elongating with the, 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 the skull. Um, the arms that already were six with one, like a set pulled in. So that one's going to get like sucked in. And then the other arms start approaching out. And then the pigmentation comes in. They look down at the, the data pad selfie really quick and the pigment keeps shifting over until it aligns just right. And maybe there's like a beauty mark or something that's like, oh, bing, bing. Uh, appears and they're back in a shape they're actually familiar with. So usually when they take a brand, brand new form, most of the time it's getting used to the, the locomotion, mm-hmm. the, sensory input coming in so there's gonna be a slight gap obviously but they've been in this uh, form before so they're used to how the mobility works they know how the joints are and oh speaking of the joints they solidified a little bit more up so you know for a while like oh gosh i forgot how how nice it is not to have everything hurt (laughs) all the time um so there's also Trying to picture back my 20-year-old self and I don't know. I, I've been I've been, you know, 40 for a bit. Um well, like for a whole year, right? Calendar year. Um, but I haven't been young in, in a while where it was easier. Me, 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 me. Hello. 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 Uh, <clears throat> I think I think this is doing it. How's how's it look? Miss Miss Fanny, uh, you're looking good. Looking. Friday's a little weird, weirded out because uh, he just slept with this woman the other night. So, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> so knowing this is now Miss Fanny, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's messing with his mind a little bit. Uh, he's like, uh, he, yeah, looks great, and just kind of turns away. Uh, I, I love that. On, I should put on some clothes. Would probably help yes yes definitely oh my god (laughs) dang that is so cool i wish i could do that all those fleshy bits are really weird i'm just gonna be (laughs) honest (laughs) you you flesh people are strange (laughs) Uh, there's some actually i will agree with that though (laughs) there's something to be said with a nice solid uh form and ah the resonance you don't get the same resonance with these kind of fleshy um, um, liquid base, but well, Sarah and I don't have to explain uh, explain it to you. But uh, tell you, <laughs> I don't have to tell you. But yeah, resonance very different. Ooh, I oh, have I a question. It. Could you make yourself look like um, I don't know, like androids or like an anasite? Oh, I, I haven't before, but I suppose that that would warrant that would warrant an attempt. But never in the past, I I haven't androids physiology. That's I can't duplicate the outside outside appearance. I could I could definitely do, but none of the nano nano circuitry or biomechanical components. I'm unable to do that. That makes sense. Friday's flushing. <laughs> <laughs> well, Fanny, uh, let's let's uh, we we got we got a house to do, so let's let's get going. 
We can, You're we can so talk purple about... right now. <laughs> uh, I'm always nice purple. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, oh, but uh, why don't you uh, finish up get your get up here and uh, let's, we, can, we can take get this shit. Heading down the hallway on that bottom level of the horse eye orbital plate, walking along towards where Miss Fanny discovered the Project Oliphant facility was. And you finally come along to that door marked with the Edge Corp logo that Miss Fanny saw Aline and Monitor 77B disappear through. It is marked restricted and it is locked. But you have a key card. Key card. You got a key card to get in. Okay, so you key card with Dr. Metweska's card and Saren because you also found some codes I'm going to say that between the key card and the codes that you may give yourself a plus five to your engineering check to get the door open alright engineering check to get the door open sweet okay so Saren Saren takes out some tools uh, pops open the, the cover on the on the, the keypad um just enough, just enough to get into the, some of the wiring and jostle it around a little bit, and uh, gets to work. And rolls a sixteen on the die again um, for <laughs> a total of thirty-one. Okay, um, yeah, man, you're good at engineering. The door whoosh whooshes open. I put everything back the way that it was. All right, looks like we can head in now. So the door wishes open, and I'm just going to go ahead and move you in roll 20 over to the new map. Map. Uh, nothing, nothing is hidden behind the fog of war on this map because you were able to get a map of the project facility, Saren. So you can, you know, pretty much everything that's in here. Uh, and you enter into the reception area, which is an oddly shaped room boasting a two-story ceiling. Two doors lead out of this chamber behind a podium, and several chairs line the front wall on either side of the door. And behind the podium, you see a surprised-looking android security guard who cocks their head at you all as you enter. Dr. Mitweska? What are you what you doing back? I thought the science team was on leave, like yesterday. For a couple weeks? Uh- there's a couple of things I just need to take care of. Otherwise, I'll never be able to sleep. Uh, just a few last-minute diagnostics, and then I can party hardy. <laughs> that actually does sound a lot like how I was playing Dr. Metweska. <laughs> Angel paid attention. Angel, you're just nailing it, yeah. Uh, they they nod. They kind of you know they nod along. They do that thing you do with coworkers where you're just kind of joking about like how much you hate your jobs, and they say, "Oh yeah, I totally get that." Well, okay, but don't don't work too hard. Uh, who are uh, who are your companions? Do they have clearance to be in here? Uh, yes, yes. I need to get out of here as soon as possible. I've got a Carvos and Starlight with my name on it. So many hands <laughs> make light work. So. This is going to help me get out of here a lot quicker. But yes, they're the professionals that are with me. Okay, well, I'm just going to need them to uh, sign in. They, they kind of shuffle around on the desk and produce a data pad with a short form on it. Uh, and 
as each of you come up, uh, they say like, "All right, what's uh, what's your name?" And they're gonna st- starting with uh, starting with Ballad. Oh God, what is my name, huh? I was like, my I, I panicked immediately, and I was like, "I'm gonna throw them under the bus." And my name is Xavius. <laughs> sorry sim sorry (laughs) okay uh yeah i mean mononym there's probably lots of folks named xavius out in the world you know (laughs) uh specialty oh so many hard questions. <laughs> Am I on a punch timer and things. here? Uh, punching things. Yeah. I don't like that. No, I'm not going to say that. Punk. Specialty is punching things. Or responses. I don't like that. Oh, um, I'm not actually an employee. Huh. Dr. Matt Weska has sort of brought us on as additional hands. You know what I mean? Did you hear about that old pity that was raising a ruckus the other day? The investors by the way, are getting a little nervous. And when the investors get nervous, there's less vacation time and less pay. So yeah. I need to grab some uh, Edge Corps uh, Edge Corp stooges uh, to um, bring a little credence to the work. Okay, Angel, make me a bluff check. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not my... Can I be... Well, I got a 20 on my bluff check. You may, um, you may, you may aid. Angel's kind of the lead on this, and was and, okay. and is the person who is credible as far as the security guard is concerned. Like the security guard is more likely to listen to whatever Doctor Metweska tells them than anything this random stranger says. So th- their their attention is weighted towards Doctor Metweska <laughs> and not towards you. So I'm saying that you you may aid. Don't forget your charming veneer. It'll, okay, that'll give me a plus two. So let's hope for a good roll. I wish I had here some hero points left. Uh, I'll give you mine. I'll give you mine. Okay, here we you go. Can have mine. <laughs> and I will. Okay. And I will say, just as uh, just as an extra, an extra level of you know benevolence from me, your galactic mistress, that you may also take an aid point for everyone's disguises as well. Uh, so that's a uh, sixteen for the first one, and with the hero point. Added an X, well, 12. So the 16 was my highest. Okay. And yeah, the 16, the 16 meets. Oh, thank God. So (laughs) you just made it. (laughs) Oh, thank goodness. Uh, The security guard, the Android security guard just looks at all of, looks at the crew, looks back at you and then, and then gives you sort of like a conspiratorial smile. Or, or what or what they believe is their best approximation of a conspiratorial smile they've seen other they've seen organics do it and so they're <laughs> they're doing their best to sort of like copy it because they're trying to get this across like okay all right I get it I get it uh, Alda just for you I will expedite this oh you're the best and uh, just you know be fast about it um, especially because like you know, especially because Monitor 77B is still hanging out in there. And if he kind of sees what's going on here, he's going to have a lot of uncomfortable questions for me. You know what I'm saying? So in and out, in and out. All right. All right. All right. Don't work too hard because you've got a vacation to get to. Oh, 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 I can't wait. I can't wait. Okay. 
Uh, you have you have passed you have passed security oh, my to God. get oh. into the building. <laughs> I felt that in my shoulders. <laughs> oh, I wanted to give my fake name. give it right now what was your fake name he's let's say that let's say that they still are taking everybody's name and occupations down what what's your what's the fake name heidi um persephone caceres nice uh electrician Not pretending to have... be my mom or anything. <laughs> no, uh, not at all. <laughs> We're not just pretending to be family. Friday, are you going to pretend to be Thursday? I actually, I always thought about being Wednesday. Uh, uh, my name's Igor. Igor Hug. Igor Hug. <laughs> yep. I think that we're gonna trigger all the alarms with that one. <laughs> yeah, you need to roll me a separate bluff check. <laughs> Um, and what's, and what, and what did you say was your occupation? I check over security code, make sure everything's right and in the correct spots. Uh, I got a natural 17 for a 26 on my bluff. So I'm uh, teasing you. <laughs> I know. I just, just, just for fun. I rolled it though. As you emerge from reception, uh, you enter a gleaming hallway of white walls, shiny metal floors. There's a path to your left, to your right, and then directly ahead with closed doors interspersed along each hallway. Uh, as you head in, you see down the hall directly to your left is an anisite duster, which looks an awful lot like a Roomba, except it's black and has a glowing uh, red cross for an eye. And it's doing more or less what you'd expect from a Roomba, too. It's keeping the floor clean as it rumbles along. Uh, for all that it looks like a Roomba, though, it's important to remember that it's, it's not actually a Roomba. It is it is a anisite. It is a person. And upon your entry into the hall, it pauses very briefly, and the red eye flashes. As they come in, I'm going to stick my head back through the reception, just like really quick going, oh, now also, so it could stay out of the way, where's monitor 77B right now? The guard nods vigorously at you, pulls up their security feeds, scans through all the rooms where they have security cameras. Um, You know, you see the hallway that you're in where you're all standing. Uh, As it flicks past, there's a, a room that you recognize sort of being toward the back of the facility right before you get onto the factory floor where there's another Android security guard just kind of hanging out, checking stuff out. And uh, the security guard flags are like, oh, and points out that uh, monitor 77B is on the factory floor. Like, Looks like he's hanging out on the factory floor. He's uh, double checking the specs on the ship. So, uh, you know, just don't go in the factory. Perfect. Doing a little A-OK with one of their hands. Yeah, stick to the offices and I think you'll be okay. It looks like there's two doors right next to where we are. Do any of them have labels on them? Sure. Um, which direction do you mean? Because you're you're not really you're not really close enough to any particular door to be able to read the door. Uh, well, I'm going to go to the one that's over to the right because it's away from the anisite, so that way maybe Miss Fanny can give the impression that she is who she's pretending to be, and the anisite will hopefully move on. So I will move to this. I will look at this door at the right. Yeah. Uh, you see that the door to the right is labeled training room. Just speaking of the anisite, it kind of, you know, continues, chunk, like continues cleaning by, you know, on its way, do to do, passes by you all, uh, says, good morning, Dr. Metweska and guests. 
and then continues trundling on doing its cleaning thing. I'm going to nod at it and say good morning back. Mm -hmm. Good morning. I'm polite. It makes a cheerful little chirp at you. Don't work too hard. Have a pleasant day. Yeah, if Saren will kind of walk towards the the door past the anisite. Um, What's this one say? Or C8. Um, That one says Aline Rosora. Okay. Um, And Friday, you asked about another room. You asked about... uh, That that was the room I was going to ask about, so that's fine. What oh, I didn't, okay. That was. I didn't that even. Was it. Okay. I didn't even see that. I didn't even see that door over there. What's that door say? The door next to it. The training room one. The door next to the training room one. Um, yeah. Uh, that one says conference room. <laughs> okay. I'm uh, assuming. So these are these like office like we're working offices. You know. Yep. Those are single offices. You don't recognize the names. Okay. Um, Saren will knock on uh, Aline's office door. <gasps> bold of you. Betrayer. No, I'm just kidding. Very bold of you. Uh, no, no answer. Okay. I really feel like I should know the answer to this question for sure. Um, we're here to steal the ship, right? Like nothing else. Well, we're probably going to need keys or information about, like, how to take the ship. Because I'm assuming we're not going to just be able to walk on it and drive it away. So we do need to probably do some checking of, like, computers. Like, I think Aline's and probably the the head leader that met Weska, uh, what their offices and see if we can find any information in them at, at minimum and go from there. That's a smart, smart plan. It seems like... The offices are all sort of around the conference room, and there's one, like, in a back hallway where, you know, further in. Um, I think Ballad is, like, walking along down that hallway and, and passes by the anisite again and is going to go check if that's Metweska's office. Okay, yeah, uh, the the label on the door is Zy Metweska. Just in case. Are we splitting up? Because Sh- I feel like I feel like we should check out what's in Aline Rosora's office. Yeah, I'll go with you, uh, oh. Saren, and and let's just double check, make sure there's nothing in here. I think we'll be fairly okay. We're splitting up. Yep. Hooray! Yeah. <laughs> Love it when you all split up. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> At least this time you have backup. Yeah, this is true. All right, let's go into okay. my office. Yes, <laughs> your office. Okay, and we're going to go ahead and we're going to start and we're going to start there. We are going to start with quote unquote Dr. Metweska and her friend. <laughs> uh so you head into this office. There really isn't much in here that you can immediately uh see. It's it's a pretty small desk. It's a medium-sized room. Uh, there's on the wall behind it is a painting of a ship entering the drift. It's very pretty. The desk is neat as a pin and has a photo of Zymet Weska relaxing on a Castrobellian beach with two of her arms wrapped around another Kasapa woman. Okay. Aw. She's a lesbian. <laughs> uh, she is a bisexual. Bisexual. Yeah. Clearly, oh, it's bisexual. 
sexual. <laughs> That's true. I forgot about that. I forgot that everyone else was having a good time last yeah. week. Remember, <laughs> well, we were remember Heidi, hard. how everyone else was having fun? <laughs> yeah. I got to have a hot he-they encounter. Yep. <laughs> Be the ever so sweet. Would you, what would you like to do? Let's see. Uh, anything on the computer or any anything, I, I guess... The the computer the computer's locked. Uh, you can try to hack into it if you want. Oh, Ballad, it's been it's been too long since I've done this kind of work. Any any pointers for a young thing like me? <laughs> uh, it's so weird that you you don't look how you usually look. Um, <laughs> although that's rich coming from me. Um. Oh gosh, I don't know. Usually I didn't do like, aside from sort of just ducking around people, I didn't do much of the sort of Snoopy work. It was all very direct. But I will say the number one thing I learned from doing what I did um, was just absolute confidence is what you need to get through. Oh, There's no... There's nothing that's more helpful. Even in situations where we thought I'd been made, I would just just completely act like it wasn't the, the case. And sometimes you get out just by being hyper-confident. So. That's good advice. She looks actually a little bit more, um, more confident, more relieved. Um, <laughs> all right, let's, uh, let's do this. Make me a computers check, Miss Fanny. So 28 computers. Fanny ain't too shabby with... All right. A 28 computers check. Uh, Yeah. Gets you into her computer. No problem. Uh, It is, it is a, you know, it's a fairly sophisticated setup, but nothing Miss Fanny hasn't encountered before. And so you're able to hack in. Uh, You go through some of her files and you're able to uh, grab schematics of the Oliphant for one thing. Oh, download. Yeah. Uh, There's also a project history. And that's pretty much all that you are able to like understand on her computer. Most of the rest of it is highly technical and not necessarily something that... You know, st- stuff stuff that you would have to be an engineer, okay, to understand. <laughs> save um, save that for Saren. Yeah, <laughs> I exactly. I was gonna say, <laughs> Fanny's only dabbled uh, here, there, jack of all trades. They're, you know, their engineering isn't bad, but it's not nowhere near the piloting. Yeah. Okay, um, I'll grab stuff that looks good. Okay, like I'm assuming the skin, the schematics, and project history. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put it on our shared cloud drive, our, our Google Drive, so Saren can get a <laughs> ping going. Oh, Miss Fanny oh, has great. uploaded document. <laughs> if uh, if that's if that's what you do, then I'm gonna go ahead and actually give everybody the Oliphant map. Nice, oh, sweet. Um, so there you go. Thanks, cloud drive. There she is. Beautiful. Blocky. Very blocky. Our new, Quite our new blocky. ship. We ain't giving it oh. to no one. <laughs> this, this looks like the Kingdom Hearts ship. It oh, does. Yeah. It looks like a freaking gummy, gummy ship. <laughs> Gummies. Yeah, it yeah. is. Um, it is. It is designed to be kind of 
you know, not especially uh, interesting looking and not especially attractive. It's it's designed to sort of be a very met to any pirates who yeah. may be interested. Friday is, however, observing that like uh, the 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 cargo warehouse alone is about the size of Calamity One. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> is there something on? Is there anything on Met Weska's desk? Nothing on the desk, but I'll I'll uh, I'll. In. Her drawers aren't locked, so you can go rummaging around in her drawers. Nothing really of interest in there, except you do find one thing, which is an obsidian ring of resistance mark one, with the inscription "Always and Forever" on the inside of the band. Oh no! I feel so bad. I don't. I don't know about that. I don't know about taking that. Okay, so Ballad has does have a moral compass, as much as it may seem like she doesn't. And she kind of shows it to Miss Fanny and is like, uh, I don't think we should take this, huh? No, our our profit margin's already going to climb by stealing the ship. I, I, I think one thing is, at least my limit, but you do you, Ballad, but... Um, no, yeah. it seems really sentimental, and it's there's a big difference between stealing a ship and stealing someone's personal items. Not, so she puts it back in the drawer and shuts let's, the you, drawer. Let's not so mention nice. it to the captain, because well, sometimes, you know, it's that all greedy about bastard. <laughs> he means yeah. well, but sometimes I think, um, sometimes I think he and my fathers would get along. In the interest of moving the story along, well... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and smash cut over to Friday and Saren standing before the door to Aline Rasora's office. <laughs> Let me um, go inside. I assume there's a lock on the door? Uh, no, this one is actually not locked, weirdly. Oh, just great. Stroll right in. Uh, as you walk in, the smell of expensive perfume permeates this lavishly appointed office. A large wooden desk sits in front of the back wall, and a vibrant red rug adorns the floor in the center of the room. To the right, you can see a leather couch and two matching chairs that form a cozy little nook, and there's a fully stocked bar occupying the left corner. And a decorative shelf is placed along the back wall of the room, bearing a pale yellow model of a starship. All right, Captain, if you want to grab something to drink, I'll get to work on the computer. (laughs) Uh, I, actually, Friday wants to go look up at the starship. Yeah, you gonna take a closer look at the starship? Yeah, and I'm going to do a general perception of the room, too. Let me roll that real quick. Um, okay. Yeah, are there security cams in here? You would you could assume, you could assume so. If you want to roll a perception check to know for sure if you're looking for them, then I... I rolled a 17. I rolled an 18 perception. Uh, then in that case, yeah, there is a security camera in here. It's directly behind the desk, uh, where it would l- it would look out directly at the door from where Aline Rosora would sit. Uh, uh, Saren, if you want to try to get into that computer, and maybe if we can disable these cameras, that might be some help. I'll uh, I'll do my best to get to work on it. Uh, Friday, with your perception check you sort of scan the room that there's there's everything that you know you already noticed but as you get closer to take a look at that uh model on the back shelf because you've just got a ping from miss fanny with the uh specs for the oliphant you can actually guess that this is a model of the oliphant 
on the back shelf. And you also know if you pick up, if you pick it up and start playing with it, which do you? I would, Friday would totally pick it up and start playing with it. Absolutely. Uh, It feels, it's got a nice weight to it. It's a high quality material. Uh, It's, in fact, with your uh, excellent perception on that, you, you can tell this is made of an alloy of gold and bricks. So Friday's playing with it. He's kind of flying it around, and it just and he just flies it into his backpack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, just to give you the sell price on that, that's fifteen hundred credits. If you decided you want to sell it, um, maybe so we want to just keep it. You know, it's a nice piece. It's a nice piece. Saren, you trying to crack into this computer? Yep, I'm gonna make my computer's roll here as I jack into the computer. What's that roll? That roll is a 25. Awesome. Excellent computers check. All right. Great. Uh, Again, these are nice computers. They have some pretty fancy security software on here. It was not easy for you to get in, but you're a pretty competent computer engineer. You you got in, you got in. Uh, and you're pretty sure you didn't trigger you didn't trigger any security measures. Thank God. So, <laughs> while you're poking around on her computer, uh, you see, you know, not not that you would know this, but you see a lot of the same stuff that uh, Ballad and Fanny saw on the head scientist's uh, computer. You, again, schematics of the Oliphant, a map of the facility, project history. The thing that on Aline's computer that is not on the lead scientist's is personnel records, if you want to download those yes. in addition to all of the other stuff. Upload them to the shared drive cool. as well. <laughs> Is there anything along the lines of like security cams that I can look look at or turn off? Do you do you have any do you have any particular skills related to um, like security or a particular occupation that you can make a check for? Uh, I have professional electrician, right, and then my athletics i don't know you could argue that that's uh, that has something to do with security being i don't but yeah um other than no, that, then, like, uh, yeah then let's uh, let's just let's just say that from a purely like technical standpoint um yeah you can you can mess with the security cameras from Aline's computer she's got uh, she's got pretty direct control of the entire facility okay um so since i can look at the security cameras can i look to see how many people are in this space, where they're at, and just get like, you know, like full move, you know, can I, can I uncover more map details and see, mm-hmm. see like where we need to go? Absolutely. As you're going through, you are able to see this security guard up in C12, uh, sort of at the top of the map in front of the factory doors you can see that there is another anisite duster on the factory floor itself. And uh, whereas before you did see Monitor 77B in the factory area, you don't, you don't see him anymore. In fact, you don't see him anywhere in the facility as you're flicking through the cameras. All right. Um... Captain, um, I've got the got the security cams here. It looks like Monitor 77B may have left the factory floor. 
uh, might mean that they're in the Oliphant, uh, or might have gone outside, might have gone in the space out past the factory floor. There's a looks like there's a back exit here. Should I turn off the the cameras? Though I suppose that might alert the security guard out front. Can you possibly put them on a loop? I don't know. Can I do that? <laughs> uh, yes, yes, you can. With that check and with you just being a very competent computer engineer, you're you can you know enough to erase your presence. Okay. I can um, put them on a loop, and um, I think I think that if um, if Miss Metwetska, Doctor Met- Medwetska, um, can like talk us past the security guard in there, we can get into the Oliphant and maybe avoid any confrontation with anyone besides besides Monitor Seven Seven B. Yeah, let's let's do that. All right, uh, okay. Saren pulls out your data pad specifically to have that connected to your brain and your brain connect to the computer simultaneously okay. so that she can like most effectively create the loop, erase their presence as a team. All right, Captain, um, seems like seems like I'm good here. Um, should we go ahead and find Miss uh, Dr. Met- Metweska? Well, I'm, I'm I'm formulating a little bit of an idea, and I, I pull up uh, Fanny and Ballad on the comms and go, I'm, I'm looking at the map, and uh, we know there's that one guy that's blocking our way into the to the Arlefont. What a horrible name for a ship. Uh, and uh, I'm thinking, what if I uh, crit, let loose a smoke bomb in C10 and crack the door open so they go to investigate the smoke, and we can just go straight around through that door and get onto the factory floor? What do you guys think? Or we could just yeah, try it work. Then we don't have to try and talk to him. Yeah. Or we could just see if, if Fanny can get through. Yeah. Maybe we can do that. Those are our options. What do you guys think? Eh, may as well go for it. I, I see no reason to try and talk to them because the more people we talk to, the more people will have seen us here. And the more people who have seen us here, the more likely we're going to get made. Saren, why don't you uh, come with me and then you can stand by this, this, it looks like this door in the kind of the center of the room and maybe we can I'll uh, crack that door open and we can let Lisa smoke bomb and once the smoke starts to whiff out there we can start moving away across to the other side alright would it be possible to create some sort of event that requires their assistance a malfunction um, a page something that won't leave a physical object behind does the rooms have fire suppression systems? Oh, sure. Absolutely. I thought that's key on any space station, I imagine. Uh, Fanny, I imagine if I set off the smoke grenade, that it will also set off the, the, um, that will set off the sprinklers, and uh, that room's full of computers. So I'm sure there's, it's going to cause all sorts of chaos. Yeah, that's a bit ostentatious for our original plan of subtlety. Uh, but I don't have an alternative, so if that's what it must be, I just... Yeah, the alternative is us just going and seeing if you can pass. Pa- we can get past them like we did the other guard. And I can uh, I can jury rig something, to, uh, pop open one of the computers, hard casing, so that we can put the smoke grenade in there, um, so that it might be might take them longer to realize that there was you know tampering. Um, as well, we're on a loop so that they won't see us. Way I see it, we're either gonna show all of our faces to that. Well, I guess you could go alone, Miss Fanny, try and, but if you try and tell him to, you know, go somewhere else, maybe you could say you saw something in a different section, try and get him to go over there, or we'll have to all show our faces, at which point, 
you know, like I said, more people seeing us is a problem, even though two of us are in disguise. And, uh, you know, the other option is we leave behind artifact <laughs> that we've been here. But I'm pretty sure they're going to know someone was here with ill intent regardless, especially when we take the whole ship. That's true. <laughs> what are we, I, I like the combination of the two. Let's start moving that way, Saren. Let's let's explore that room and see. We'll make sure it's clear first. I think the camera's cleared us, but let's just check it out real quick. Make sure there's nothing in there that might cause us problems. So y'all jumped into making this plan uh, before I could tell you what else was in this room of note. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> you both rolled an excellent perception. The other things you notice in this room is that uh, the drawers in Aline Rezora's desk are locked, but look like they might be, you know, reasonably pickable by a talented engineer. And there's also a framed photo on the desk. It's the only thing on the desk, actually. And it's a family portrait uh, showing two Lushunta men with their arms each around the shoulder of uh, a, a couple girls. One of them is a human girl with blonde hair uh, and the other is a, a young Lashinta girl. Uh, and then squeezed in between the both of them, smiling with her arms looped around the other girl's waists, is another smiling human girl. And there's something, especially to Saren, who knows a little bit more about this situation than Friday, there's just something really familiar about the smile on the Lashinta girl's face. Well, Saren will snap a photo of the photo itself. So after taking a photo of the family, Saren will take a look at the locks on the drawers to see if she can pop them open. Make me an engineering check, babe. All right. Engineering. Time for the power tools. Uh, I keep rolling 16s today. Uh, Six on the die, total of 16. Total of 16. Yeah. Total of 16. I've, it's higher than that, I bet. You can't get that open. If if you if there is an additional tool that you can bring into play that you can that you can use to make this a different sort of thing, then yeah, I'll let you I'll let you do the check again. I don't know why I didn't think about this before. It, there's a lock. I have a spell called Hazard, which lets me do any kind of uh, acid, cold, electricity, fire, or sonic. So I just put a little acid on the lock and let it melt away. Okay, fine. Is there is there a check you need to make for that? Uh, it's a damaging, so it's the damage to the lock, like what the hardness of the lock is and stuff like that. But I, it's, a, it, it's a cantrip, so I can literally just keep putting stuff on there until it breaks. I will allow you to use that as an aid for Heidi's engineering check, because I imagine you're being extremely careful because you don't want to damage the stuff inside the drawer. I also don't want to make a lot of noise. Yep. Yeah, so I'm being so very Heidi, careful. Go ahead and go ahead and re-roll with Friday's aid. I rolled a seven on the dive. Nineteen total. You just got it. <laughs> Thank God. A <laughs> <laughs> lot of that today. <laughs> of like really scraping by by the skin of your teeth. <laughs> so you are able to get the drawer open, and it's a good thing you did because inside uh, you find Aline's key card. Ooh. Oh, looks like Aline left her key card. Uh, uh. which will be, uh, you know, you can you can extrapolate, will be pretty useful to have, just in case there's any place that Zymet Weska is not allowed to go. Uh, 
You also find a serum of enhancement, Diplomat, and a cylindrical lens pistol with manual sight and a high-capacity battery. Awesome. I'm still writing down the serum of enhancement. What is the c- cylindrical lens pistol? Yep, cylindrical lens pistol with manual sight and a high-capacity battery. Oh, wow, this is a pretty cool-looking pistol. Um, let's let's take it. Sounds good to me. Uh, any weapon in our hands is one that they're not using against us. Exactly. <laughs> so. Steal it all. All right, so you're going and you're checking out C10. Are we proceeding with the smoke bomb plan, or are we proceeding with uh, the fast-talking Dr. Metweska look-alike plan? I think we're doing the smoke bomb plan. So, yeah, you poke your head into C10. It is a large room filled with cubicles, separated by thin blue blue walls. Every desk has its own computer, uh... Most have an array of personal effects on them, like family photos, small figurines, etc., etc. Uh, you can go ahead and hack the computers in here, too, if you are so inclined. So I rolled a 22 perception for this room. Awesome. You, they, you still don't see anything beyond computers and cubicles. I think Saren would probably decide not to hack these computers, thinking that there's probably nothing worth more than what they've... Uh, already acquired from Metweska and Aline Rosora's offices. Yeah, you've pretty much got the, the high priority. Alright, Captain. Um, figure we should set it up in one of these cubicles near the other end of this room? Yeah, that way we can kind of crack the hopefully the smoke will go into the door and start to go in that hallway. Uh, distract them. Um, Saren pulls out, again, the engineering kit to, to start um, to start popping trying to pop the casing off of one of the computers to uh, to open it up. So, uh, 17 on the die for a 27 total. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. That'll do it. That'll do just fine, Saren. Oh. <laughs> uh, so Saren real easily just unscrews the casing. All right, Captain. Um, if you want to place the smoke grenade just in here, you know, we get up to the computer, so maybe we can just have it go in like, nah, we'll just do it the old-fashioned way. Uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll just tie a string in here, and then we can just kind of pull the pin out as we're leaving. Um, has has Friday opened the uh, door on the other end? I was going to see if there's a little, like, is there a gap between the floor and the door, or is it going to be something where, like, we have to kind of crack open the door a little bit? It's one of those whooshy doors. Okay. Uh, so what all, all the is- doors in here are high sci-fi. Hell yeah. This is a science so- fiction station. The doors so whoosh. What- so what mm-hmm. happens is Friday gets like a small, uh, like something start, like something sturdy. And when the door whooshes open, he doesn't like stick his head out, but he puts just on the edge of it. Uh, something that when the door closes, it doesn't close completely. Uh, and creates then- a small gap. Yeah. And then, uh, We'll uh, we'll go out the other door, and I'm guessing because that thing is, it's probably going to do what doors do, where it tries to open and then close, and open and close to yep. try to do that. So it's definitely making uh, some make a little noise, and it's we'll use that distraction to kind of go across that middle hallway and hopefully avoid anybody seeing us in the process. Make me a stealth check. Oh God, that is my worst. That is my worst thing. I rolled an 18, 16 on the die. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. I rolled a, a 19 plus one, so oh, 20. Okay. 
So you uh, tiptoe very quietly, super sneak-like, down the hallway until you get to C11, I take it? Until you get to the break room? Yep. Yep. Okay, so the four of you are in there. Friday, did you pull the pin? Yes. On it already? Okay. How much noise would you say it makes? It's... It's just, it's not going to be a, it's a smoke bomb. So it's just going to start producing smoke. It's not going to have like an explosive thing. It's like, uh, shh. Yeah. so you're basically, it's a, you're playing a waiting game, playing a waiting yeah. game to see how long it takes for those shower, for those sprinklers to go off. Okay. Cutting back to the break room. Yes. Back in the break room. Back in the break room. Uh, <laughs> Was it empty when me and Ballad first went in? When you went in, it uh, you just you just sort of you saw a pretty standard break room. It's got tables, it's got chairs, there's vending machines, water dispenser, various cooking devices. Uh, if you want to know anything more, you're going to have to make me a little perception check. Uh, I don't think I would have dug dug through the the mess. Maybe as Miss Fanny, but now new form brings on new motivations. I was picturing. So, Jess, what do you think? When Friday and Saren comes in, we're in a break room. I am like leaning back, reading a data pad, like fully in the character, reading over <laughs> schematics. Uh huh. And we're just talking chop talk. Uh, so when they come in, we look legitimate. Well, uh, the propulsion system, I don't know. Is it as yeah. efficient? What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> exactly. Definitely playing pretend. <laughs> well, I know the first thing Friday does when he goes into this room is he looks for a bagel. So if there's any kind of bagel or bagel-like su- substance, he will definitely go get a bagel. Hey, uh, make me a perception check to go through those. Man, cabinets. that laser focus revenge <laughs> mentality also last very long. goes through. Rolled a twenty-three perception. Cool, because I mean you've got some time to kill while you're waiting for the alarm to go off. I rolled a seventeen. Okay, um, so you know completely destroying well no you're using the break room the way it's supposed to be the way it's supposed to be used so you know it's it's it, it all looks it all looks pretty casual it all looks pretty much on the up and up as dr metweska and her and her engineer associate uh talk shop while the other two associates go through the drawers and what you find is a mark ii culinary synthesizer Ooh, ooh food. oh handy food maker and self-heating pot uh-huh. Uh, sitting on the counter if you want to nab that one. I imagine Miss Fanny might be interested. Friday's definitely interested. <laughs> Raises an eyebrow around like, hmm. Saren, you... we can uh, make whatever rocks you want now. Yeah, that's how that works, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, you find two ultra-capacity batteries in a drawer. So, and... Because you uh, you really nailed, you guys are nailing your perceptions today. You also find two Mark II serums of healing tucked into Ooh. the first oh, aid kit in the cabinet. And right around the time you're finishing, uh, you know, mopping the room, <laughs> you uh, hear the smoke alarm start to go. Just a beep, beep in all of the rooms of it and the shower sprinkler system comes on uh fanny you want to go out the first so you can be like the seeing what's going on as as met weska or i'll peek out this this way as i pass by friday oh miss fanny will do a just a very quick 
Moonflower Vespers. Mm. Hmm. Right, Aline's favorite. <laughs> Her favorite, favorite perfume. Yeah, it was in Miss Fancy Pants's room. And just <laughs> walks right past. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, what do I see? Okay, you look down the hallway, same as all the others. Uh, the anisite duster is doing its thing in the area. And uh, the android security guard that had been posted is bustling off towards where I think at this point she can smell the smoke and potentially start seeing it a little bit coming from the research room. So your plan has worked. Woo! For how long? I don't know. I mean, I do know, but you don't. Well, let's quickly <laughs> move into the factory floor before that, uh, that it's were noticed. Uh, if we can go straight in, Saren will try and lock the factory floor door behind her. Ooh, nice. Uh, yeah, you are able to get in with Zymet Weska's card, but to lock the factory, uh, it's a good thing you have Aline's card because that is a that is quite a privilege. Uh, go ahead and make me an engineering check to lock the door behind. Uh, 22 total. 22. Okay. Yeah, you are successfully able to lock the door. Junk heist behind you. <laughs> the heist has been hoosted. So you successfully lock the doors behind you, and when you turn around, you see a very, very large space. Uh, sheet metal floors, gleaming white walls, framing a massive space packed with equipment. There's tables littered with technological parts and even some arcane components for those casters among you that you would recognize. Oh. Uh, to the east, a large assembly area uh, that includes scaffolding and frames surround an empty space. And the only other creature in this room is an anisite duster just sort of continues cleaning the space. Good. You don't see anything else. I say we make a beeline. Yeah. Let's get that ship. I'll roll a perception check just in case with my oh, crappy perception. It's a good idea. Oh, hey, I rolled a natural 18, so uh, 19. Oh, nope, sorry. 19. I have a plus. No, I have a plus four because I was like, wow, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, oh, the broad spectrum uh, scanner. Yeah. You're like, so, oh, you've got a tricorder. Beep, 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 beep. 22. Beep, 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 beep. Got a 22. Also a detect magic. Your detect magic pulls nothing up. Saren also got a 22 perception. Okay. Got two 22s. Not Miss Fanny. Uh, <laughs> does, what did Miss Fanny get on her a perception? A five. A five. I'm not even sure you see the scaffolding on a five. <laughs> what room are we in? Hey. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> yeah, I got a 23. <laughs> <laughs> Got a 23. Yeah. On With those perceptions, everything looks pretty clear. You seem good to go. And there's mm. nothing... You said there were like arcane items and stuff. In there. Is there anything worth taking? Not really. It's shipbuilding tools. Mm. Okie dokie. Well, let's keep moving then. As you move further into the factory space, you're being really careful. You're checking every corner. And you detect a barely noticeable shimmer, Saren, to 
your immediate left as Monitor 77B shimmers into appearance and stabs down at you with one of his mantis claws. (gasps) Far Beyond the Stars is a Fantastic Worlds production. Thanks so much for listening to the show. If you can't get enough of us, we also produce a second show, the Fantastic Worlds podcast based on the Reign of Winter Adventure Path for Pathfinder 1E. We also recommend connecting with our fantastic community on Discord and Reddit or following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find links to access all of those on our website, fantasticworldspod.com. If you'd like to support the pod, please consider joining our Patreon by going to fantasticworlds.cash, where you can get access to behind-the-scenes content for all of our shows and a whole extra Pathfinder 2E podcast produced exclusively for our Patreon subscribers. I am Abby, your galactic mistress and the controller of Monitor 77B. I am so excited for next episode. You can find me at Bonanza Famine on Instagram and Twitter. I am Heidi, your true gem, Saren Caceres. Um <laughs> I am not afraid of what's happening here. Um, oh. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Famahillion. That's V-A-M-I-H-I-L-I-O-N. Um, or on Discord, Heidelon, hashtag 5836. This is Zy Oh, wait, I, for- <laughs> I forgot who I was. Oh, goodness, shape-shifting all the time. No, this is Angel. <laughs> I can be reached at Espinoza916 on the Sokio Media. <laughs> this is Jess. You can... Uh, hmm. <laughs> I'm concerned. Uh, You can find me. I should. That's where I should be being stabbed at because I have the armor. Oh, well. Uh, You can find me at Hank the Clank on Twitter and stuff. This is Dustin. And I am assuming this is the mid book mini boss, which I'm always up. Always down for a mid book mini boss fight. The mid book uh, mini boss. This is, feels like that big mid boss fight before uh, before you finally get to the next step in the story, and I'm excited. And you can find me at Dustin Alexander. If you enjoy our show, do a favor, help us uh, spread the word to friends and family you think may enjoy the show as well. I guarantee they will get a kick out of it because we are very charming and funny and interesting, and this uh, this space sci fi stuff is fun. We'll see you next time. Far beyond the stars. Pew pew. Pew pew. The door slides open. Whoosh. Far Beyond the Stars is a Fantastic Worlds production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder Adventure Path Fly Free or Die is a trademark of Paizo. Copyright 2020. All Paizo content is used with permission. scans through the various rooms where they have the uh you know stuff <laughs> wow okay scans through the <laughs> scans through <laughs> I'm, a, no. all the stuff. I'm Ooh, a humble jobs stuff. person <laughs> no um, 